Welcome to a super episode of the Block Party Podcast. Peter Fleischer here with Zachary Warner. Super Bowl 50 right around the corner. We got a few odds and ends to wrap up before the NFL season is over with. Yep, can't wait, man. Can't wait. Um, it's been a long year. It's been a great year, and the Broncos and Panthers are uh, are taking us home here. So I guess we can start with um, with where we will gamble on this. We did the props podcast, but the most important bet of all is who you think will win and getting that point spread in there. So um, I guess we'll go with the spread has been all over the place, but Panthers minus five and a half is the one that we kind of agreed on. Yeah, so I I think um, that's what I'm going to do as well. Panthers minus five and a half. Um, you like Panthers minus five. Yeah, here's my reasoning. Uh, very sound. In Super Bowl games after a Star Wars film was released, the team traveling the farthest is four and two. That's just straight up facts. You can't even argue with me on that. Yeah, yep. Yep. <laughs> what if I like had something to do with Anakin Skywalker being related? I don't. I, but I think uh, Carolina should roll here. But I also thought Patriots should roll. But uh, I just feel like Carolina's gonna be too much for them. So what is your one to ten? Then what's your level of confidence? Because we joked about how the the fans and the betters were pounding the Patriots, and then the Broncos win. And it's the same story this week that all the dumb money, like the small bets. Uh, the quantity of bets has been pounding the Panthers, but the quality bets, like the big betters, have hit the Broncos. Uh, and Vegas has kind of stayed true to the Broncos. So one to ten, how do you, how good do you feel about this? Five, like right in the middle, <laughs> right? Not, not good and not horrible. Yeah, uh, I, I also kind of like it because worst case, you got, uh, you got old Peyton. You know, hopefully went in, and and I would be fine losing some cash to watch Peyton, you know, retire as a, the golden boy. But um, I think the Panthers win by less than three. Five. Yeah, that would suck. I'd probably be really bad. That that's like a very, you know, Venn diagram. You got a very small little sliver where I wouldn't like it. But um, I think uh, regardless, it'll be a hope. I, I really want a good game. I'm just nervous that it'll kind of be like the Seahawks. Broncos game a couple years ago where the Seahawks or the Panthers just kind of roll and Denver just doesn't have enough weapons left and uh, and Peyton's arm to uh, really make a difference. His head falls off and Brock Osweiler has to play the second half. I, uh, I'm i going to go the opposite direction. I <laughs> uh, Just like the Patriots-Broncos game when I look at the X's and O's and the personnel on the field and all of that stuff, I really I, – I don't – see how the Broncos win this game. I don't see how the Broncos keep it close, but I just, <laughs> I'm not going to do it twice. I'm not going to pick the easy bet twice. Uh, the smart money in Vegas has been sitting on the Broncos so far. Um, and five and a half is a decent amount of points. Like there's, that's not three. The three with the Pats seemed insane. So you have a little bit more leeway here. So I'll take the Broncos plus five and a half. Um, I guess we've kind of, giving ourselves away a little bit as far as where we think this game is going to go. But we'll still go a little bit into into breaking it down and kind of explaining why we think the way that we do. Um, we could start with the Broncos on offense. Peyton, uh, there's there's no more creative ways to say it. He's, he's not the same guy he was physically, but I would say he's not trash either. Like, he was better than Tom Brady two weeks ago. Um, so there might be... 
might be just enough left for this one final game. What do you see, what do you kind of expect when Peyton Manning and the Broncos have the ball against the Panthers' defense? I I think he's going to kind of do what he did last week or two weeks ago, and, and if he can make a couple of good throws to Owen Daniels again, obviously, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he you know has a decent game. But also there's a lot of prop bets. I saw the Simmons when they were talking about like just pounding Peyton minus like 250 yards, like to to go less than that, is a would probably be a smart bet because I just don't see him going for much more than 250, even if he plays well. Like he's really methodical and and kind of just at this point just like kind of dinking and dunking and, instead of you know bombs down the field. It sucks that he is dinking and dunking right now because the Panthers' safeties are not great. Really, their entire secondary behind Josh Norman, um, pretty bad. I watched Cortland Finnegan get cut from the Rams two years ago, get cut from the Dolphins last year. He was out of football, and now he's basically an every-snap player for the Super Bowl favorite. That uh, is crazy. I just, I, I'm not impressed with what they've done outside of Josh Norman, but obviously it's worked. Um, the Panthers, the Panthers' defense, and this is after Thomas Davis being hurt, the Panthers' defense held Arizona – who had the fourth overall uh, DVOA on offense to 15 points. The, the Broncos, 19, 19th in points per game, 17th in offensive DVOA. Uh, the numbers aren't great there, but you kind of alluded to Peyton Dinking and Dunking. I think if he's ever going to make plays down the field, it's going to be against this Panthers secondary um, with you know Finnegan, Probably going close to man to man with uh, with Emmanuel Sanders. Owen Daniels made a couple of plays, although that linebacking core is super athletic. Um, and then you've got guys like Cody Latimer, like these auxiliary guys who you know you never know what's going to happen in the Super Bowl. I I don't see a way that they win this game without Peyton throwing for 250, 300 yards because I don't think that I don't I don't I don't know if I love the matchups on the offensive line or in the running game either. C.J. Anderson, not exactly a guy that you can count on to, to put the team on his back. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's going to be a interesting game to watch the Broncos win. Like, I think it's going to have a similar look and feel to the Patriots game where they, you know, they just get after the quarterback and make him do some things he's not comfortable with. But um, ultimately, I, I just feel like the it's the Panthers game to lose. And like they, there's, they're just so to me like not head, you know, not a ton, not a huge mismatch, but six points is a lot for a Super Bowl game. Yeah, and uh, I'd be surprised to see the Broncos pull out another one. It's just, <clears throat> especially the way that they've gotten pressure on, like they they blew up Carson Palmer all week last week, whether he's injured or not. They gave Russell, they gave Russell Wilson problems uh, the week before. You just see. So much pressure from that uh, defensive line. Jared Allen being out, I don't think, is a major factor. Uh, it's going to be really, really tough for Peyton and the Broncos to move the football, and it's going to take some extraordinary effort from someone because their their basic average game is not going to get it done against this uh, Panthers defense. I'm going to do something, and I don't know why, but I'm switching my bet. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm out of nowhere. Uh, I'm, I'm going in the middle of the yeah, podcast. Middle of a podcast. 
Uh, I just read some stats and I was reading more stuff, and I, I just I'm gonna go with you, Broncos six points or five and a half, maybe tease it up to six or seven. Um, that's that's a lot of points, and I just want to have like a double rooting interest in Peyton. Where where the hell did that come from? We're sitting here talking like <laughs> strategy, and all of a sudden you just get wild. Well, the I think the key is I I realize that they're wearing their white jerseys, and Jesus. that a strikes a chord with me because I'll never forget I can't even remember how old I was but for some reason I really wanted a Terrell Davis Broncos jersey for Christmas and I I came down early at like 3 a.m. and saw that bee sitting in the chair went back upstairs was so excited and I wore that thing probably every day for a couple months so the white jersey there's kind of just a personal bond there and I I forgot about it and now I'm coming back to uh to daddy what about What about the Star Wars thing? You just throwing it out the window now? Yep, I think a lot of those are fake, and especially that I don't. I saw oh, now another, they're fake. I saw another story that, um, or another stat that, the NFC is ten and four uh, in the Super Bowl in years where a Batman or Superman movie is released as well. So I mean, this is, I, it, I like what, what was the thing you always used to say the contrarian theory? What like yeah, it's gonna yeah. level out, kind of law of averages, whatever the hell the uh, wording is, but. I'm going to go Broncos plus. I'll probably tease it up to at least six, but or wait and maybe see what happens Sunday. But I feel like if anything, it'll get pounded more towards uh, back down towards three, right? Can I can I ask you a question? No. What the hell is wrong with you? A lot. Also. Unbelievable. All right, so now we're going back to the bet. All right, what, yeah. do you, what else yeah. you got here? Shoot some more bullets. Uh, undefeated with this referee, the Cleet Bakeman, uh, the dude that couldn't flip a dang coin. So that's pretty good. Um, they've been really good as underdogs. Defense wins championships. You know, that kind of stuff. Obviously, Carolina's good defense, too. I still, like, in the back of my head, think that Carolina's going to win. But plus six and Peyton on his way out, I got to uh, I gotta give him one last run. Ride the old stallion one last time. All righty. We are okay. All right. Hey, look, man. Plus, how bad would that be if literally Kubiak and Elway lose another Super Bowl together? Like, that would be so crappy. It would be crappy. Um, okay, brief intermission there. Do you want to talk about when Cam, when Killa Cam and the Panthers have the ball and Denver's on defense? Let's get into that a little bit. Uh, all right, well. Here, think- okay, here's, what, here's my, my biggest theory about this is, so Cam Newton, the best quarterback rating in the NFL versus the Blitz this year. Actually, okay. he's really, really improved. He's burning teams whenever they send extra men. Um, I think that the, the Von Miller, um, Demarcus Ware, Derek Wolf, a lot of those guys bring pressure off the edge. They're speed rushers. They're just running literally around the tackles or through the outside of the guards, yeah. which is fine. That creates running lanes, though. Mm-hmm. I just think that Cam is such a different target in the Beast. pocket yeah. than Tom Brady. Do you? How do you see that going? And I guess, do you think that the defense, the Broncos' defense, they did lead the league in sacks, can get to Cam enough to slow him down? It's going to be tough. Yeah, I think it's going to be really tough. Obviously, I know you mentioned the blitz, but what was, there was a stat on the uh, the Brady stuff last week because they weren't really blitzing; they were just sending three or four, like you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And and they were just getting to him. So it is going to be a totally different dynamic. Um, Kind of with like like uh, obviously you've been hearing a lot of the power versus Patriots are more of a spread it out kind of team, but um, I'm interested just to see if they can actually affect Cam, like if they can make him look rattled because even when 
he's looked like rattled. He's never looked like even when he's been pressured and stuff he, this year, he's just never looked rattled. He's always calm and cool and just like whipping it out 80 yards down the field to Ted Ginn, who's definitely going to have like six or seven drops this game. But um, I think uh, it's going to be really just, I'm just hoping for an awesome game. Uh, yeah. I, like you said, even when they don't blitz, they're getting to quarterbacks, but our four, <laughs> it sounds so stupid to say, are four guys enough to take down Cam Newton? They might not be. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Carolina's offense, I think better maybe than people think. Carolina, top five offensive DVOA across the entire season. I didn't realize they led the NFL in points per game. 32.2 points per game at this point, which is a lot of freaking points for an offense to put up. Uh, we mentioned a lot of the prop bets earlier this week. Who can you see having a big game for the Panthers other than Cam Newton? Like, is it Ted Ginn? Is yeah. it Jonathan Stewart? Like, I if, think you had Stewart. To, if you had to predict. I would pick Stewart to be kind of more like, – because I think Olsen is the is obvious number one target. So, I mean, if he has a 100-yard eight-catch game, it's not that surprising. But I think the one with, like, a crazy game would be, like, Jonathan Stewart going for 120 or something ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> they run the ball in a lot of creative ways. I could see a lot of, like – uh, halfback draws where if you're sending an extra man or you're you're speed rushing around the outside, Stewart can kind of take the delayed handoff. I've also heard a lot of uh, a lot of NFL guys that I've respected across the last couple of days talk about Cam Newton needing to have a big game this round. Yeah, and I yeah, said, definitely. dude, if he breaks that Steve McNair record, that prop bet is going to make us a rich, rich podcast. Uh, <laughs> what is it? What it was the total again? Like 60? Um, 67 yeah, or something? I think it was, yeah, yeah, it's like 68 in the late 60s. Um, and he's, uh, it's a totally he's only broken a couple times this year, but I just think that this matchup kind of favors him using his legs. And he's like, and he's, you'll sell out for that. Like, what else What else are you saving your body for if not uh, the Super Bowl? Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that he's going to just have to do stuff like that in order for them to, to win because I think he's going to get blitzed and the rush on the outside like you talked about. And then it'll kind of open the middle, and that'll be enough for him to just be like, "Oh, well, I could bar run for five to ten yards here." And so, but I'm I'm so interested to see all the the game planning and, and how they adjust each team. Like, if Cam starts running up the middle a lot, do they maybe blitz a, an extra guy, a middle linebacker, or something? Or what's I'm, I'm gonna happen? sure they spy him the whole game. Yeah. you have to spy him. He's just too mobile to to not. Uh, what do you think? We get alternate quarterbacks here. What do you think this would mean? for the sheriff. Peyton Manning wins a second Super Bowl. He maybe goes out on top. What does that do for his legacy if he wins today? I think it's – it obviously is, it makes it a lot – a little bit better. A lot. I don't know what the the word is. It's I'm a huge for. boost. It's yeah. a huge – Two versus one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the only problem is how does he win it? Does he win it with 200 yards and two picks and a TD with his defense scoring like a pick six? You know, like – I just feel like this this year has just totally been Denver's defense carrying him, which is fine. I mean, he's obviously 38, 39 years old. You can't expect a dude to uh, still have the same arm that he did five years ago. But um, I just want him to – I feel like he's kind of gotten bashed a lot lately in the last couple of years of just being – which he has been pretty bad, just to be honest. But if you look at his old, overall, you know, breadth of work, it's he's just a stud, and I'd, I'd love to see him end on top. I think that Super Bowl, you win a second Super Bowl with a second team. He would, he's the oldest quarterback ever to start a Super Bowl this year. He's the oldest, bar none. Um, it would just be 
It would definitely be the icing on the cake. It would be kind of one last F you to, uh, to all the people that said he was a product of the system in Indianapolis with Tony Dungy and that he never could win the big game. I don't know if it even matters, the, the fashion in which he does it, because I think just winning it at this stage would mean so much. Um, and then you have the, the Tom Brady factor where there's no guarantee that Tom Brady and the Pats win another one, so he has the last laugh in that kind of regard, especially – after those emails where Brady kind of said it was over for Peyton. Um, on, the other, on the other hand, Cam Newton has a lot of football left to play. What do you think that it means for Cam Newton if he can win a Super Bowl this early in his career with the roster that he has now? I think it would be awesome. Like, it would be – first off, he would be the first person ever to win the Heisman NCAA National Championship MVP because he's – 99% chance he wins it this year and a Super Bowl, right? Like, that would be crazy enough as a stat. And I think he – it would just be kind of cool to see a guy that's dominated single-handedly basically for a whole season to see him actually get get postseason success as well. But even if he goes down, I mean, he's still had an incredible season carrying a team with some of the worst weapons. Like, he's got to have the worst – almost the worst overall receiving class, including obviously Olsen, like, in the NFL, if not, like, bottom five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely yeah, – they got to be one of the worst. Cam Newton is 26 years old. He turns 27 in May. Yeah. Uh, shout out to May babies. <laughs> um, Russell Wilson is a year older. Callan Kaepernick is two years older. He's the same age as Robert Griffin. He, uh, he's got a lot of life left. I think if he wins this, man, the sky is the limit. Because you look – you kind of project with the Panthers and – you know, they've got some pieces in their roster. Thomas Davis, this might be his last game with the team. Um, you, you always have the turnover. It's tough to maintain that sustained success. But Cam Newton is going to have Greg Olson. They're going to have Jonathan Stewart. They're going to get Calvin Benjamin back. They're going to hang on to the majority of that offensive line that he's that they've really made work, him and Ron Rivera. So, yeah, I think, it, of course, they're at two completely different stages in their career. But Cam Newton wins a Super Bowl now. you got to start looking at what what can this kid do across yeah. the course of his career? That's now you're really starting to talk about a historical player. Yeah, no, I agree. If he he gets one here and then just pulls off maybe one every other year for you know six year stretch, gets himself three or four Super Bowls, I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, obviously, it depends on. Uh, like just imagine if he had like a one a, a top tier wide receiver one type guy in his arsenal right now. Even Kelvin Benjamin, who was pretty good, but still had a ton of drops last year. Like he was only good really last year, but just sheerly because he got thrown to so many times. But um, I would love to see him with like just some weapon besides like old Greg Olson. Uh, Super Bowl Fifty, a couple of days away. Thank you for listening. We're excited. Um, I want to ask you about one more thing. Josh Pastner should not get No, fired. no, no. Rob Gronkowski gave a lap dance on live television yesterday on Fox Sports 1. How much would I need to pay you <laughs> to give a lap dance to a woman on national TV? 500 500 <laughs> That's $500. That's a lot of money. I mean, not I even a grand. No. Not even a grand? Only here's why I say that. Five hundred bucks gets me on national TV, uh, gets me that pub. Everyone's talking about it. Gets our podcast. Corner and his dance pubs. Um, and then we just sell this podcast naming rights for eight million dollars. You've got, cash. you've got some moves. Uh, I'm not gonna say I got moves, but you, I'm basically Magic like, Zach. 
I'll put it like this: when you when when you're playing video games and something good happens, you dance. 90% of the time. Yeah, I after goals or good snipe shots, anything like that, yeah, for sure, I'm going to do a little celebration. So, so 500 bucks, you're giving a lap dance for 500 bucks on national team. Yep, yep, That's yep. not, look, we, uh, sooner or later, I'm going to throw out a, a figure, or you're going to throw out a figure, and we're going to rustle that up. $500, not, not, not a lot. Yeah. Um, all right, good. I would need a lot more than that. Um... <laughs> I would probably have a tough time giving out lap dances, just purely like a physicality <laughs> thing, like the height. Not a lot of chairs I can just get these legs. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, thank you for listening. Super Bowl Fifty this weekend. Uh, we'll we'll have recaps and all that good stuff next week.